0: And we will start off with the first story of the day, Prime Minister Ai's Omicron options. Prime Minister Prayachana Cha will decide about whether Thailand will be forced back into another lockdown if the Omicron variant of COVID-19 is detected in the country. However, the new strain has not been found in Thailand yet, according to health authorities. Speaking after Tuesday's cabinet meeting, Deputy Prime Minister and Energy Minister said the cabinet instructed relevant agencies to monitor the situation closely, while the Public Health Ministry will assess the country's reopening in two weeks' time. Deputy Public Health Minister Satip Pichucha urged the public not to panic, saying the Prime Minister had ordered security agencies to intensify border surveillance to prevent illegal border crossings to help keep the virus at bay. Mr. Satip stressed that officials who are found to be negligent of their duty will face severe punishment. He told the Bangkok Post that the Cabinet did not discuss a lockdown but considered tougher measures to detect the virus. The government was concerned about illegal migrants sneaking into the country via natural border crossings. The situation will be monitored closely. Measures will be reviewed based on new information coming in. If the Omicron strain is found in Thailand, the country will have to face another lockdown, Mr Satip said. It is the Prime Minister's policy and he will make a quick decision as director of the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration. Mr Satip also said the nightlife venues may be allowed to reopen on January 16th if the Omicron strain is not detected though he stressed the need to continue following DMHTT guidelines, referring to social distancing, mask wearing, hand washing, temperature checking, and using the Taichana app. The stock exchange of Thailand index plunged by 21 points, or 1.32 percent, to close at nearly 1,568.69 points on Tuesday, amid concerns of another possible lockdown following the emergence of the Omicron strain. This prompted government spokesman Tanakorn Chana to allay fears of another lockdown, saying the issue was not raised at the cabinet meeting. But if the new strain is found in Thailand, the prime minister will be informed straight away, Mr. Tanakorn said, adding that the premier ordered all involved. To keep a close watch on the situation. He said the public health ministry is monitoring all mutated strains of the virus and conducting proactive testing of four to five thousand people every week. Strict measures remain in place to screen tourists entering by air, land and water, the spokesman said. The Prime Minister also stressed the need for everyone to receive vaccine shots, which helps prevent the worst effects of the virus, Mr. Tanicorn said. Deputy Prime Minister and the Public Health Minister Anatan Sharavakul said the scientists worldwide are racing to develop vaccines to cope with the new strain, and Thailand will follow in their progress. The researchers are also developing local vaccines against the new variant, the minister said, adding that the ministry is working to ensure sufficient supplies of vaccines, medical equipment, and personnel to prepare for any future emergencies. Mr. Anatan made the remarks as he was attending the special session of the World Health Assembly in Geneva, Switzerland, which started on Monday and will end today. So, to be honest, I really don't know very much about the Omicron Strain, which I think is pretty much like everybody else in the world, including scientists, because they're only learning. And I would severely doubt if anybody is actually producing vaccines right now to counter this new strain. I think this is a learning phase around the world and trying to study it and find out what's going on in relation to it. And as we have seen in the last couple of days, this virus has been around for the last couple of weeks and has spread in other countries, including the UK, the US, Canada, Australia, my own country of Ireland as well. I think it's here. I think we're going to just have to deal with. It, but there seems to be this great fear about it. And it's a fear of the unknown because, you know, we don't really know what it's about. But people are panicking, they're overreacting, I think. And I think we need to take a step back first until we have proper information on it before people start talking about bringing back lockdowns and all this kind of thing. The worst thing that could happen to Thailand right now is a lockdown, which would be an end to international tourism again and probably spell the end of many hotels, nightlife, bars, restaurants, and, you know, food and beverage businesses around the country they would be all gone. I don't think anybody can sustain another lockdown and another cutting off of international tourism. It's just starting to pick up now and I just think it would be a debt blow to the country at this point. But I'd love to know what you think about all of this. Do you fear this new variant? Do you just see it as another progression in the COVID saga? I'd love to know your comments down below in the comment section as always. And moving along, Patia Night Venues Beg for Christmas Lifeline. Entertainment venues in Patia have urged the government to ease COVID-related measures to allow them to resume operations and sell alcohol drinks at open-air venues ahead of the New Year Festival in a bid to spur tourism. The Secretary of the Entertainment and Tourism Association of Patia City said on Tuesday that since the country reopened on November 1, the government has not permitted entertainment venues in Patia, one of the country's popular tourism destinations, to fully get back to business. Mr. Daronkiet asked the government to expedite talks about potentially bringing the schedule forward so that these businesses can attract more domestic and international tourists and not miss out on this lucrative season. Over 80% of the population has now been vaccinated and the rate of infections and COVID-19 clusters has dropped significantly, he said, adding that tourism operators are ready to comply with all the rules. Tourism operators have voiced concern as the industry is being propped up by domestic visitors on weekends, with weekdays seeing a long lull that could force more or small to medium enterprises to be shuttered. The acting president of the Chanburi Tourism Council said since the country's reopening, the reservation rate in Patia does not even account for half of the 120,000 rooms in small to large size hotels. The situation is causing competition to become intense with attractive promotions by four to five star hotels, leaving medium to small size hotels out in the cold, experts say. Considering the volatility of the COVID-19 pandemic, many countries have imposed travel restrictions, obstructing people from Russia, India and China to travel to Thailand. The conditions to enter the country can be challenging as tourists must either be fully vaccinated or undergo several RT-PCR tests which add further expense to their trip. Travelling within seal routes that do not offer great freedom or flexibility is another inhibiting factor, Mr. Tanez said. The president of the Thai Hotels Association, Eastern Chapter, said Patia has been organizing more events to draw tourists to the province, but most of the foreigners who arrive are just visiting their families or running businesses in Thailand. He said the hotels in Patia were almost fully reserved during the recent two-day Patia fireworks festival, but this was only the case because it was a weekend. If the situation has not improved by February, over 10% of SMEs will probably be shut down he warned noting that half of the members of the Patia attraction club are already out of business. Now again I have no idea and neither can the government explain why Patia are not allowed to reopen the same as Bangkok, Panya, Phuket and Samui. What is the reasoning behind it? They have never given any kind of legitimate response to questions on this, and I think it's highly unfair at this point. It's as if they're trying to drive these people out of business, and maybe that's their end goal, maybe that's what they're up to, but. It is just so unfair to these people who are watching their livelihoods go down the drain and watching people around them suffering. And I think really the government need to just give a proper answer as to why they cannot open. But of course, I think part of the reason is they have no legitimate reason. And it seems to be just a game with the government at this stage. But I feel sorry for these businesses and I just think it's, as I said, very unfair. And next up, cabinet approves one year visa for foreigners seeking medical treatment in Thailand. The Thai cabinet approved in principle the issuance of medical treatment visas at their meeting today. The visa will allow foreigners seeking medical treatment in Thailand to stay for up to one year without having to leave the country for visa renewals in the case of tourist visas. The government deputy spokesperson said that the decision is in line with the government's policy to promote Thailand as an international medical hub. To be eligible, each patient has to provide a bank statement with at least 800,000 for all the expenses in Thailand, and show proof of a medical appointment that was made at least 30 days in advance, and an insurance that covers accidents, emergencies, and COVID-19 worth no less than 100,000 US dollars. She said that foreigners seeking treatment in Thailand currently use a tourist visa, which needs to be renewed, causing unnecessary inconvenience to the patients. The visa fee is 6,000 baht per person. The validity of a single-entry tourist visa in Thailand typically lasts three months. And next, eateries in Bangkok can serve alcohol until 11pm starting from December 1st. The Bangkok Governor Aswin Kwan Muang issued an announcement today further easing restrictions on eateries in the capital by allowing them to serve alcohol to customers up to 11pm starting from December 1st. According to the same announcement, eateries which have passed the amazing Thailand Safety and Health Administration standard of the Ministry of Tourism Sports or the Thai Stop COVID Plus standard of the Health Service Department can also serve alcohol up to 11pm. Other venues such as pubs, bars and massage parlors will remain closed until further notice. Since November 1st, eateries only in the capital and three other provinces, Krabi, Panya, and Phuket in all of Thailand can serve alcohol drinks up until 9pm. The alcohol ban remains in place in other tourist areas and towns such as Pattaya, prompting the restaurateurs to seek the lifting of the ban sooner than January 16th, the D-Day for reopening of nightclubs and pubs in some provinces and nationwide. And moving along, a U-turn of the U-turn of the U-turn, RT-PCR test requirement on arrival in Thailand to remain in place. The RT-PCR COVID-19 test requirement upon arrival in Thailand will remain in place considering the emergence of the new Omicron COVID-19 variant in many countries, the Thai cabinet announced today. This decision negates the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration's announcement issued last week, saying that antigen tests will be used from December 16th. The switch to antigen, And test kits was meant to reduce the waiting time for people arriving from specified countries, both Thai returnees and foreign visitors. The quarantine wait for fully vaccinated arrivals to get tested has in fact been about a day or a half day in pre-booked certified hotels. According to the Deputy Public Health Minister, the Thai authorities are monitoring the Omicron variant more closely, especially regarding air travel. He expressed confidence that should the variant, which has been categorized as of concern by the World Health Organization, make its way to Thai Island through formal points of entry. It can be traced and tracked. If, however, it arrives with those who cross borders illegally, then it will be hard to do so. With this in mind, Prime Minister Pranab has instructed border security officials to be more stringent and has said that any negligence will lead to penalties. First detected in South Africa, Omicron has now been found also in Australia, Austria, Belgium, Botswana, Canada, Czech Republic, Denmark, Germany, Hong Kong, Israel, Italy, the Netherlands, Portugal, Spain and the UK. So, This is a U-turn of the U-turn of the last U-turn. So there's been a lot of U-turns in relation to this. Again, I think this is just being used as an excuse not to get rid of the RT-PCR tests. In my opinion, there's a lot of hospitals and private companies making a great deal of money from PCR testing in this country, and they will not give up that money too easily. Of course, they will say this is from a health perspective, detection of the new variant and other such things. But yet again, it always comes down to money because this always and is costing tourists a lot of money to get tested on arrival. 2,400 baht in Phuket, maybe fourteen to 1,600 in Bangkok and other places like that, whereas a rapid antigen test will cost, you know, Two hundred baht. So there's a big, big money being made in all of this. Next, uh, a little bit of Thailand Pass news. During November, we had 133,061 international arrivals in Thailand, with 0.13 percent testing positive. Now that's everything: test and go, quarantine sandbox. Now most people were using the test and go program, and that accounted for 106,211 arrivals, with 0.08 percent testing positive, and 91,797 people arrived via the Suvarnabhumi Airport in Bangkok and 37,252 arrived via Phuket International Airport which roughly is about 1100 people per day arriving in Phuket which really in my opinion is very very little. The top arrivals were the USA with just over 14,500 followed by Germany with just over 12,000. The Netherlands were in third at 8,478. UK 6,701 people Russia 5,307, Japan 5,146, South Korea just 5,000, France 4,741, the United Arab Emirates 4,338, and Israel finished off the top 10 at 4,035. Now in November 337,988 people applied for the Thailand Pass. Seems like an awful lot of people, but again, I think a lot of people made double, triple, and quadruple applications when it wasn't working. So I do think this number is very, very much exaggerated. 268,799 have been approved, 41,456 were rejected, and 138,375 received automatic approval, which meant they applied and they instantly got their Thailand pass. So some quick news in relation to children traveling to Thailand under the sandbox and the test and go program. Travelers 12 to 17 years of age traveling with parents under the test and go entry scheme and sandbox program are not required to be vaccinated but must have a negative RT PCR test result within 72 hours before traveling. Those unaccompanied must be vaccinated with at least one dose of an approved vaccine and must have a negative RT PCR test result. Travelers 6 to 11 years of age traveling with parents under the test and go entry scheme and sandbox program must have a negative rt pcr test result within 72 hours before traveling and travelers under six years of age traveling with parents with a negative rt pcr test result within 72 hours before traveling are not required to have a pre-arrival negative rt pcr test result and can have a saliva test when entering to the kingdom of thailand so just some new information in relation to children and young adults because before they had to have one dose and it was two doses and now pretty much they don't need any now My last show was about five days ago because I went on a little trip to Chiang Mai and just some time to relax and you know chill out but while I was there I certainly noted down the different entry requirements and what's going on and just some general advice and a bit of news about the trip so people can understand the process of traveling domestic in Thailand. Now I flew with Air Asia from Phuket International Airport to Chiang Mai Airport. Traveling to Chiang Mai there was no vaccination cert asked for. The Chiang Mai Chana app I filled it out before I left but when I arrived there at the airport nobody asked to see it. Now I do note that when I got into the arrivals hall there was all these QR codes for everybody to scan and download this and fill it all out. But it seemed pointless as nobody asked to see it and certainly nobody checked as as you were leaving to see if you had actually done it. So again a rule that's just not really followed in any way at all. Check into the hotel didn't ask for vaccination certificate or a negative uh, rapid antigen test, even though the hotel was actually an SHA plus hotel. Again, rules seem to be sometimes followed, but here in Thailand, mainly not. Chiang Mai was very quiet in terms of tourism. There were some tourists around, but not too many. But with the university being there, certain areas were a lot busier than other areas. For example, I went to Central Festival one day and the place was fairly packed. The car park was full, so that's a positive sign. Many restaurants were either temporarily closed or permanently closed and out of business. This was pretty sad to see. Now, I went and tried to visit certain restaurants. I had my list of places I wanted to see and wanted to eat in, but I found they were closed when I got there and it was very, very annoying. So here's a little tip. A little tip, stop using TripAdvisor if you use it to look up restaurants, etc. It's useless. It doesn't get updated by anyone the owner of the business, TripAdvisor, they seem to care less about it. So what I found was I was picking restaurants, as I said, I drive there, I get there, and I find the restaurant had been closed a year and never updated on TripAdvisor. So my advice to you is use Google and Google My Business because that is updated all the time and they seem to have you more in mind. So you'll find out before you go if the restaurant has temporarily closed or if it's permanently closed. And I found that that was very helpful in terms of looking for attractions, Restaurants and stuff like that. Yes, Google is much, much better than TripAdvisor, and I think TripAdvisor's days are numbered compared to the likes of Google right now. Tourist attractions were very quiet, but it made it more enjoyable to walk around because there was no people. I didn't go to Doi Intanam because i have been there before, but Doi Sutep and the Royal Gardens on the mountain were practically empty. Now, there was no entry requirements to go up Doi Sutep, unlike Doi Intanam, which apparently you have to be fully vaccinated and you have to have a negative test. None of that going up Doi Sutep. The locals, however, were very, very friendly and always up for a chat. And of course, keen to sell you whatever they were selling, whether it being some fruit, souvenirs, coffee, or whatever it was. But everyone was up for a negotiation on price and it was fun. And at the end of the day, the people were happy to have people there and tourists there. So you were treated very, very well. In terms of entrance fees to these different kind of uh, museums or gardens or whatnot. Yes, two-tier pricing was in effect but in fairness, it was 20 baht for a local and 50 Thai baht for a foreigner. So it's not too much to get bent out of shape over. Now returning back to Phuket, I was asked for to produce a vaccination certificate. It was worth noting that if you checked in online, so you did all this online and you had your boarding pass, you actually had to show it at the boarding gate about 20 minutes before they started boarding. They literally called up anybody who had booked online and or had checked in online because if you checked in at the counter, they asked to see it then. So yeah, that's what they were doing. But they were a lot more strict on the way back. Phuket seemed to be uh, strict in relation to this. But again, when I got to Phuket airport, there was no big deal about anything. I did notice that there was a announcement being replayed on the system there, the sound system, telling everybody to fill out the Go Phuket app, which is they said two weeks ago it doesn't need to be used anymore so somebody needs to update that. The only thing that I would complain about on the trip was the fact that they kept telling everybody to social distance. To wash your hands, to wear your mask but then they all threw everybody onto a tiny bus to take you to the airplane and you are packed in like sardines. So yeah they need to work on that and it's happened before and they've acknowledged that it was a problem but they haven't seemed to have fixed it to be honest with you. So yeah I just thought that was a tad bit odd and certainly the airlines and the operator of the airline need to work together a lot better on that no point telling us all to social distance and then we're all packed in together side by side in the bus if you're going to have this kind of a rule and regulations and be constantly telling people to follow rules but overall yes chiang mai was very enjoyable probably wouldn't go for a while i think It's a better place when it is busy and there's people around. It gives it more an atmosphere. If you stay up near the university, yes, a lot more atmosphere up there because you've students about and it seems busier. But when you start to head, you know, more into the touristy areas where there's hotels and restaurants, you find a lot of places closed and just not as enjoyable when you're walking down streets at nighttime and there's just businesses boarded up and gone out of business. And sad to see, but I do hope Chiang Mai will bounce back it's a beautiful place it's it's got everything going for it you know just needs tourists and people to go visit it and moving along, Bangkok rated 4th best by expats in Southeast Asia. Bangkok was rated behind Kuala Lumpur, Singapore and Ho Chi Minh City as the best place for expatriates to live in Southeast Asia in a global survey released on Wednesday. Expat city ranking 2021 by Internations showed the Thai capital was ranked 11th globally out of 57 cities rated by expat. It was a big jump from last year's survey which put Bangkok at 30th out of 66 cities. Expats living in Thailand were impressed with the local, Cost of living, and affordable housing, and friendly local people, among other things, according to the survey. But the quality of urban living and lack of career opportunities on offer for them were rated as unfavourable factors. There is a great range of supermarkets with options that cover all budgets. The survey cited a British expat as saying in the report: "Pollution and environmental concerns, and so much plastic waste." were among the problems identified by a US expat in the survey. The survey by Internations, which has 4 million members in 420 cities, this year asked 12,420 expats in 57 chosen cities to rate their place of residence. In Southeast Asia Bangkok was rated 4th, behind Kuala Lumpur, Singapore and Ho Chi Minh City, the Malaysian capital dethroned Singapore as the top choice in the region. In fact Kuala Lumpur was rated the best city in the world this year. Expats said they felt at home living there and they mentioned the friendliness towards its foreign residents among their top impressions according to the survey. Other Asian cities favoured by expats were Shanghai at 13th globally and Tokyo at 53rd. And finally the Phuket news. New point system starts today. Phuket Transfer Office reminds drivers. A senior figure at the Phuket Land Transportation Office or the PLTO has issued a reminder to drivers that the nationwide point system for moving violation comes into effect December one. Patong venue operators cautioned as Bangla cases rise. Food and drink vendors in Phuket are only allowed to sell alcohol and allow alcoholic beverages to be consumed on the premises from 11am to 2pm and 5pm to 11pm, Phuket Vice-Governor has confirmed. The reminder came at a meeting of the Phuket Provincial Communicable Disease Committee yesterday in recognition of the rising number of COVID infections on the island over the past week. And finally, Phuket gets green light for New Year's celebration to be an all-nighter. The sale of alcohol will be allowed across Phuket through the night of New Year's Eve following a new provincial order issued over the weekend. According to the order, it is forbidden to serve alcohol beverages between 11pm and 6am the following day. Except for the night of December 31st, 2021, vendors can continue selling alcohol until 6am the next day.